This is Judaism 101.9 with Rabbi Michael Katz of Elovo. With you here on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon, of course, in the Highfelt here in Joburg at 10 minutes past two, just after 10, going on to 11 minutes past two on this beautiful day. And of course, on Judaism 101.9 today, we're going to be reflecting forward a little bit to the major upcoming event of Shabbos. Because, of course, on this weekend, it is the Shabbos Project. And the Shabbos Project, of course, beautifully um, instituted, invented, and made into such a massive campaign the world over, learnt out of South Africa, and all credit, of course, to the uh, chief rabbi and to his office, to the people involved in popularizing Shabbos and making it into something that people have reflected upon are trying their utmost to do and to keep and all the trimmings and trappings that go with it and uh, that it has taken off to become this incredible worldwide event. I would like to share with you a couple of thoughts um, on the Shabbos project and perhaps there are people out there who are thinking what should I do or what could I do for Shabbat or for this Shabbos in order to make it just a little bit more special, a little bit different to what we have done in the past, a little bit different to what we have uh, thought about doing. And some easy, I think very easy ways that we can um, institute a meaningful and um, additional add-on to uh, this coming Shabbos. And perhaps it can become something that sets a trend for all the other Shabbases of the year, for every other Shabbat, for every other Shabbos uh, throughout the year. Because, of course, the intention of the Shabbos project is to whet the appetite to make sure that we understand that this is a once-off, but it's not just meant to be a once-off. It is something that has to have a continuum. It has to be something that we learn from and that we institute into our lives um for every other day and, of course, for every other Shabbos of the entire year. Perhaps to start off with, I'd like to um, highlight the fact that the Shabbos project takes place on the Shabbat of the Parsha Lech Lecha. Now, of course, it uh, is uh, probably got there a little bit by default. I imagine that um, it was a a little bit too close to Yom Tov for it to have been Noach or Breshit. And uh, therefore, on Shabbos Lech Lecha, already people have had an opportunity perhaps to recuperate from uh, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Shemini Atzeres, Simchas Sukkot, and so on. And uh, now, with a little bit of space, we can rethink about um, Shul, about Shabbos, about all of those things, and uh, make a beautiful event out of the whole uh, Shabbos experience. But um, I think that there was some kind of divine introspection, of course, that must have taken place in order to arrive at this incredible parsha, this incredible date. When we think about the parsha of Lech Lecha, it is probably the most known name of a parsha, I guess, amongst Jews out there. Um, when we think about parshiot, parshas of the Torah, if you would ask the average Jew, I would imagine that uh, top of the pops, would be that people would know the name of the Parsha Lech Lecha over and above 
just about every other parsha in the Torah. It rings true. It's got a very, very beautiful sound to it. And, of course, it is the defining moment of uh, Jews and of Judaism. Why is it that um, Adam and Noah, the two greats of the parshiot that came before this one, um, are not called the first Jews, but Abraham is. Avram Avinu, Abraham, becomes the epitome of the first Jew. And why? Well, number one is because of this parsha, Lech Lecha. Because Hashem perhaps teaches him something that is essential to what being Jewish is actually all about, which is the concept, the idea of progress, the idea of not resting on your laurels, of being able to move, and being able to move not on a whim and a fancy, but being able to move because it's the right thing to do and because God said so, um, in the case of Avramovin, in the case of Abraham, the ability to not allow our own logic, our own rationality and rational thinking to get in the way of making a good, solid um, Jewish decision, um, because sometimes it does, sometimes it scuppers uh, the entire spontaneity and uh, process of what it actually means to perform, to do a mitzvah, to um, do something that is so positive and so good. And very often the defining feature of something that is really good is when rationally it seems not to be working, it seems to be going the other way. Um, because we know that very often the idea of cold calculation and rational thinking sometimes are the antithesis of what the Torah actually wants us to be involved in and wants us to do. So Avram Avinu Abraham is told, Lech Lecha, get up and go. Um, actually, Lech Lecha, which really means go to yourself. This is going to be a journey of great discovery. But you have to get out of all the molds that you have had before. Get out of Artsacha, um, go away from your land. Go away, Mimolaratacha, go away from your birthplace. Go away, Mibetavicha, go away from your father's house. Now, is that only to be taken literally? Um, Avram Avinu Abram is told that he has to move from Urkazdim, from Haran, from the area, probably Iran, Iraq, that sort of neighborhood. And he's got to go on a journey of discovery. He's got to go off to Israel. He's got to go to Canaan. He's got to go to the land that's flowing with milk and honey. That's where he has to go. And there he's going to be able to build his great nation. But it's not just about a geographic relocation. Isn't it rather about the idea of moving out of your preconceived notions, moving out of your own comfort zone, moving out of the things that are so um, much part of us in a way that we become so used to them that they disallow us from actually being able to move forward, to break out of the mold and to be a little bit not only spontaneous but a little bit more in touch and in tune with what the Torah actually wants from us. We all become complacent. We all become used to our own mold. We all become used to our own type of environment. And perhaps Parshat Lech Lecha comes really to tell us to get out of our comfort zone, to get out of our mold, to get out of the atmosphere that we create around ourselves and that we become so used to that it is very, very hard for us to even contemplate breaking that mold. It's about getting out there and really making a difference in healing the world, in healing 
the brokenness that sometimes uh, pervades and surrounds us. So what a great choice, therefore, for the Shabbat project, for the Shabbos project to be on this particular parsha, it has been on this particular parsha for a number of years already, and um, it seems to be that this is the shidduch that uh, Shabbos project is parsha's lech lecha on this particular parsha. It is the defining moment, perhaps, of what it means to be Jewish, in a way, um, and that is the ability to break that mold, to break out of what the world actually has surrounded us with and wants us to be locked into. To never be of a locked mind, to be, never be of a locked um, kind of a, uh, um, a spiritual atmosphere, but to be able to move beyond that and to blaze new trails and to blaze new pathways for ourselves and for our community. So what a wonderful opportunity we have on this coming Shabbos to try and work on that, to try and and prove that and to try and make that all happen. Now, for some that may be the first taste and the first experience of Shabbos. But for those who have some notion of Shabbos, perhaps there is a very, very deep and important message that we all have to follow. And I'll be back with you to talk a little bit more about that right after this. This is Judaism 101.9 with Rabbi Michael Katz of Elovo. Hi and welcome back. Uh, great to be in your company and we're chatting about the Shabbos project that is coming up this coming Shabbos. And just before the break, we spoke about what about thinking in some perhaps old-fashioned, but maybe a little bit of a new way at how we can make this coming Shabbos and maybe Shabbos is after that, just a little bit more meaningful um, for us all. Taking the lead, of course, from the fact that the Shabbos project is on Parshas Lech Lecha. Um, how about this for an idea? You know, one of the things that we um, all do, I think, is uh, we get into our sort of our comfort zone of um, the people that we're going to have at our Shabbos table. And um, we invite our friends. We invite those who are close to us. We invite family. And, of course, that is an essential ingredient of what Shabbos is all about. But being that there are so many people out there who don't necessarily have that and don't necessarily know what Shabbos is all about, is it not the real atmosphere around the home Shabbos table that um, they're seeking? Is it not the real beautiful atmosphere and the warmth and light of a Shabbos table that um, people would really warm to? You know, there's an old adage, of course, in um, Jewish communities around the world and certainly in what are known as the Kiruv movements around the world that more people have come closer to Judaism through the Shabbos table than anything else. It is a great, great pull for people. There is hardly a an individual in the world, I would stand to be corrected, but whether they are Jew or non-Jew alike, who would have any um, problem with a Friday night Shabbos table. It's warm. It's inviting. It's cool. It's homely. It's got a special flavor, a special atmosphere, special smell, and a special pull that it actually draws one in, um, even if you're skeptical and even if you're a little bit on the outside. There's something very, very special about particularly, I suppose, the Friday night Shabbat table. And how wonderful it is, or how wonderful it would be, if we were all able to reach out to someone 
or a family or a couple who wouldn't necessarily have a beautiful Shabbos table to go to, maybe don't know about it, and to enable them on this coming Shabbos to be part of that, to bring them in. So yes, it's going to take us completely out of our comfort zone. They might not be perhaps exactly the type of fit for your particular um, group, your particular um, environment, your particular family or your particular circle of friends. They may not be of the same age. They may not be of the same ilk. They may not be of the same financial standard. And perhaps it would be a wonderful idea if each and every one of us um, who are able to and are making Shabbos, are making a Friday night uh, meal this coming Shabbos in your home, wouldn't it be nice to be able to reach out and invite a family, a couple, or an individual who maybe is even on your block, on your street at home, and won't have a Shabbos table to go to, and is not included in anything that is happening in any of the uh, larger centers um, for this coming Shabbos, and give them the most beautiful, homely taste of what Shabbos truly is all about. I can guarantee you they'll never forget that you reached out to them, that you tried to invite them. I can guarantee you that they'll never forget the experience that they'll have. No matter how great, grand, wonderful, or uh, mediocre you might think that your Shabbos table is going to be on this Shabbos, to somebody it will be and it can be so moving and so inviting and so beautiful and so Hamish, so uh, homely that uh, they'll want to keep on coming back. And who knows where that could lead in their advent to Yiddishkeit, to Judaism, to Torah and to mitzvot. And you don't have to be the frumest kid on the block. And you don't have to be the most observant. Um, but if you're making a Shabbos that you know to be a good one, and hopefully it will be specially for the Shabbos, and of course it's going to be kosher, and you're going to invite people and bring in just one individual or one couple or one family who otherwise would not have had Shabbos. Um, is that not really the underlying real target of what the entire Shabbos project is really all about. If we think about it, <clears throat> so yes, over the last few years, um, we've all been involved in making communal events and uh, things that are centered around shuls and street parties and all that sort of stuff, which is wonderful and great and grand and magnificent. But can one really capture in a grand and huge and big um, environment, can you really capture the homeliness and the warmth of a Friday night or a Shabbos table in your home, the way you felt it in your parents' home, in your grandparents' home? Isn't that something that we could each work on? Because very often with these community-wide events, it becomes something where each and every one of us allows and leaves everything to the organizing committee or uh, to the few individuals who um, seem to organize everything and that it becomes their grand and wonderful project in a way. Um, not that anybody's looking for pats on the back, but it becomes a community project which the few are laying on and putting on for everybody else. Isn't there something about the message to Avram Avinu that it's lech lecha? We're talking to you as an individual, as a single, as a one person, you, and the power that you have to be able to do something yourself. 
as great as or as small as you may think that you are, there is something that you can do. You can make a huge difference. And even if it's only to one other person, you really can. You can invite them. You can bring them in. Imagine if there are 10 people who do that. Well, there are going to be 10 new people at Shabbos tables. And if there are 100, there are going to be 100 new people or maybe even more than that because most of them will not be there alone. And imagine the impact, the influence that you could have um, in doing something like that, in going a little bit beyond your own comfort zone, in reaching out from your own little atmosphere, which is, of course, beautiful, but just enabling somebody else, one other individual, one other family, one other couple, just to come into that, that place, that space, and truly to be a part of it. We all have this um, ability. We all, in a way, I think, have this kind of an obligation because I think that that is really the epitome of what this Shabbos project is really all about. And I have to tell you <coughs> that I brought this up, in fact, uh, personally in our community, in our shul over um, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and thereafter. And I'm not going to tell you that everybody is doing that. Um, I wouldn't know that. Um, people don't necessarily come back and tell you. But the few who have told me the effect that it has already had on their neighbors. One individual described to me how he asked someone to his Friday night table, and the guy was in tears. Um, he said, you know, I've actually never had a Friday night invitation to anybody. Imagine that. There are people living on your or my block in this beautiful city of ours, in this wonderful community of ours, who've never had a Friday night, a Shabbos invitation. Never. And we're not talking about kids here. We're talking about um, grown adults. Never had that invitation. Go on. Make their day and make their Shabbos. Invite them. All it will take is you knocking on their door, calling them, uh, sending them a message giving them an invitation, come over to me for Friday night, come and experience Shabbos in my home. I'm just four doors away, I'm five doors away, I'm six doors away, down the block. No obligations, you don't even have to go to shul, just come for Shabbos, come for Friday night. What a wonderful opportunity and way that we could actually include so many other people, and you never know where that is going to lead. But what you do know is it's going to be warmly appreciated because it will strike at the heart of the Pintler Yid, of the little um, Jewish essence that there is in each and every individual. And what a wonderful way to make a little Shabbos project all of our own. There are many, many other ways, of course, that we can reach out and that we can do things um, for other people, and they don't all have to be great and grand and communal. Um, ever thought about how many people there may be in this town who are not celebrating Shabbos because perhaps they cannot afford to celebrate Shabbos. Uh, you know, Shabbos comes at a bit of a cost. And perhaps we should be focusing a little more attention on enabling those people, um, giving them not just the financial wherewithal, but some direction in how to do all of that. Spend a little bit of time thinking about how perhaps you and I can take some uh, or do something to enable a person, an individual, or a family who, through financial restrictions and restraints, is uh, constraints, is unable to 
make Shabbos, unable to provide, unable to purchase even chalas, uh, kitkas, you know, so maybe that's something you want to help people with. Um, perhaps a bottle of grape juice, a bottle of wine, um, something that is going to beautify, magnify, and make their Shabbos. Give them the gift of Shabbos. Give them something that will enable them to, excuse me, that will enable them to be able to spend Shabbos in a little bit more of a meaningful way this Shabbos because of the Shabbos project than any other. Um, I think that this is something that really, really speaks to the heart of what Parsha's Lech Lecha, this Parsha, is really all about. Avram Avinu Abraham um, didn't turn people away because they didn't quite fit into his mold. In fact, we think about the famous story of Avram Avinu of Abraham welcoming the guests into his home. As far as he was concerned, at first glance, they were Arab wayfarers. They weren't Jewish. They weren't part of his neighborhoods. They didn't come from the same place. And yet the warmth and the love, the care and attention that he gave them in welcoming them into his home, in serving them a lavish, lavish meal, in making sure that they felt comfortable, this was the very thing that drove Avram, you know, that drove Abraham, and it was the way that he lived. He was continuing and continually moving out of his comfort zone. It can't have been that comfortable to always have guests in your house. It can't have been that comfortable for Avram Avinu, for Abraham and his family, to always have people around, um, whether it was at their Shabbos or Yom Tov table, whether it was at the daily breakfast table, or whether it was even um, perhaps at times occupying their bedrooms and them having to move out in order to enable guests to sleep there and to stay and to feel comfortable. Avram Avinu taught us that act of um, and those acts of absolute hospitality, of the ability to try, and in fact it was always his agenda, to teach them about God, to teach them about godliness. Avram Avinu Abraham, given the opportunity of um, a Shabbos project, would no doubt have included anybody and everybody that he could have come into contact with and brought them into his own home and made them feel um, more welcome perhaps on this Shabbos than any other made them feel um, that Shabbos is important made them feel that they're important and made them feel that there was something very very significant and special about spending a Shabbat spending a Shabbos together so yes this is the Shabbos um, where perhaps we need to try just a little bit if we can to move out of those comfort zones to get out of the nature and the way that we kind of have molded ourselves and we think that we always have to be and that we always have to behave. And hopefully we'll be able to make a huge difference and make this not just any ordinary Shabbos and not just any ordinary, and I say that reservedly or carefully, uh, Shabbos project, but one that will be exceptional because it will really get to the heart of the matter. It will speak to the souls of the individuals that we're trying to reach and it will get to people who haven't been touched by Shabbos before, is that not really um, where we should be targeting and where we should be aiming? Now at Chai FM, we uh, always try, if possible, to accede to requests. And it's not often 
on this radio show, on my particular show, that we get requests for particular songs. But I think that um, a request has come through for a particular song, and I think that you will agree with me that it's probably the most appropriate song that we could play um, on this particular day, talking about the Shabbos project that is coming on this coming Shabbos. So please enjoy Mordechai ben David with Just One Shabbos. This is Judaism 101.9 with Rabbi Michael Katz of Elovo. Oh, so thank you to the individual who sent in that request for Just One Shabbos. It's hard to say it any better than Mordechai ben David says it in that beautiful, beautiful, old, but of course so relevant, uh, magnificent piece about what the effects of inviting a guest home for Shabbos is really and can really be to each and every one of us. Perhaps let's uh, reflect back to where we began and think about the fact that the Parsha starts by saying Lech Lecha. It's an instruction to Avram Avinu, to Abraham, to get up and to go. But as we said in the, at the outset, to find himself, it's actually the greatest empowerment that God is giving to Avram Avinu, to Abraham, and of course, that we inherit and that he gives to each and every one of us. The ability to stand up and say, we understand that God rules this world, and we're prepared to do whatever he asks us to do, even if it seems to run against the grain, if it's illogical, if it seems to be something that the world is telling us doesn't actually make sense. And he tells us, as he tells Avram Avinu, as he tells Abraham, to go, me'artzacha, go out of your ratzon, of your will, perhaps. Get out of the way that you're conditioned and go away from moladatacha. Go away from the effects of your birth. You know, very often when people behave in a certain fashion, they say, not my fault. It's an accident of birth. It's the way that I was created. It was the way that I am. It's um, in my DNA. It's in my uh, natural behavior. No, says Torah, you can move out of that. And the dominance of the Jewish soul and the dominance of the Jew is the ability to overcome those birth spiritual defects. And then he says, go me beta vicha. You know, a lot of people blame the family uh, because my father was like this and my mother was like that. That's why I turned out this way. That too can, of course, be true, and of course it has an effect on us, and of course we've got to be very careful in the way that we nurture and raise our own children that um, everything that we say and everything that we do actually becomes part of them in uh, sometimes the most positive and sometimes in the most negative ways. We've got to be very careful of that and very cognizant of it. But it's not an excuse. It cannot be used all the time to say, well, I can't help it. It's the way that I was brought up. It's the things that I saw. It's because my father was like this and my mother was like that that I turned out this way. Not me to blame. No, Torah says, you can get above and beyond that too. You can get above and beyond Beit Avicha. So we've got to, like Avram Avinu, like Abraham, we've got to be able to move a little bit beyond ourselves. We have that ability from Avram Avinu. It is called, perhaps uh, termed in greater terms as Mesirat Nefesh, the ability to actually... I suppose the translation is something that you might, may not understand. I don't understand really. Self-abnegate. We have the ability to overrule all the trimmings and trappings of ourselves and move away from that and say, you know what? I can rise above that. If my natural tendency is to be like this, 
I can actually overrule it and become like that because this is something that is positive. This is something that I can and that I should do. And so when we apply it, of course, to Shabbat, to Shabbos itself, yes, of course, the natural tendency of an individual, of a human being, is to be distracted by everything and anything that the world throws at us, to want to be and want to make a Saturday, a Friday night and a Saturday like any other day of the week, to uh, perhaps work harder, to perhaps just have a jaw, just to enjoy ourselves, to perhaps spend the day um, involved in all sorts of activities that we find <coughs> wonderful or relaxing or um, uplifting and so on. But the Torah says, no, Jew needs to stop and say from sunset on Friday all the way through till nightfall on each and every Saturday, there is a period of time called Shabbat. And this is something that your soul needs. And this is something that you have the ability to stand up for that comes all the way from Avram Avinu, from Abraham. From Abraham, our forefather, is the ability that we have to stand up to a world that tells us, as they did then, that idols and idol worship is the way that you need to follow. Avram Avinu, Abraham, is able to stand up and say no. I'm going to be a monotheist. I'm going to worship and I'm going to believe in God. God is the all-powerful, the one and only, and the one who has created and who continues to create this whole world, and there is nothing besides him. And that is the power and the inheritance that Avram Avinu, that Abraham, gave to each and every one of us. And we certainly have it in terms of this coming Shabbos, of the ability at this time to be able to Look at ourselves and say, how am I going to move out of the old me and become the new me? How am I going to be able to move out of the ways that I have adopted, that have become part and parcel of my very seeming nature and um, operation and the way that I function? And how am I going to step out of that a little bit? Well, giving you a couple of suggestions. Reach out. You need to reach out. If you stretch your arm out of your own window... And reach out to somebody else and bring them in and become a hospitable, open-minded, and open person and live your life that it is not just about yourself and your own personal enjoyment and your own personal achievement and accomplishment and your own personal growth, all of which are great and wonderful things. We need to reach out to others and enable other people to come into that orb, to be absorbed, to be involved, to be uplifted. And as Mordechai ben David said there in that song, to be able to change their lives and become excited, become really, really uh, passionate about the good things that we know are so good. Shabbos, Yom Tov, Kashrut, Torah, Mitzvot in general, and Judaism as a whole. Is this not really the bottom line of what Shabbos project, of what a Shabbos project per se should be, needs to be, and actually is all about? So as we're moving forward towards this coming Shabbos, hopefully we too can, like Avram Avinu, like Abraham, we can reach beyond, we can reach out to others, we can make sure that those who don't have do have, that those who are unempowered become empowered, We've got the power. We've got the ability. We can actually do it. And together we can really make this the Shabbos project to remember. This can be the Shabbos to begin all Shabbos's 
which is really the idea that it should be a springboard, that Shabbat, Shabbos observance, becomes something that everybody enjoys, understands, and is truly a part of. So I really want to wish you a great rest of the week in planning your Shabbos up ahead and a great Shabbos up ahead, a great Shabbos project up ahead. And hopefully each and every Shabbos will be positively influenced by this Shabbos from here on in. Shabbat Shalom. Good Shabbos. Look forward to being back with you again next week, same time, same place on Judaism 101.9.